Hey everyone, welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. This week, Wendy and I jumped on really quick to have a conversation about our own pivot inside of Serendipitous Rebel. And in a season where we are talking about purposeful pivoting, we wanted to really pull back the curtain and show you behind the scenes of our own business's personal pivot and the conversation that led us there. This is actually going to be a two-part episode because the conversation went a little long, but I know that there is just so much goodness in here that we know you are going to just love. So enjoy and let us know what you think. Welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is for the adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. And just like you, we are trying to figure shit out. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Welcome to the next. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry for laughing. The next episode of Serendipitous Rebel. Hi, I'm Wendy Guth. And we are actually being funny even before the start of this podcast. Wow. Well, for the record, you cracked yourself up. I have said nothing. Funny. I know. <laughs> and, and it's part. really sad when I tend to do that. I just am. A, I'm a one person, just fun machine. Make That's my, true. Well, now that you're speaking, I am here with <laughs> Crystal Liker. <laughs> you know, no one can say we don't have fun. That is, that is so true. So unbelievably true. This season, season two of the Serendipitous Rebel podcast was initially designed for us to be sharing interviews. We interviewed each other. We're interviewing other people. But something happened two weeks ago that has us jumping on to, to share a conversation that, and, and to give you just a little bit more insight and background into how we're figuring shit out. And I could do a drum roll. I could, you know, have like that, that weighted anticipation of, okay, what happened two weeks ago? Since everyone really wants to know, I will share. It started with a Voxer conversation that ended up as a multiple hour Zoom call where we had another purposeful pivot. And it was incredibly cathartic and helpful and focusing and I could keep going on, but it was interesting because it started out with, why can't I even remember? It was a boxer. And I think you had said something to me and, and I was like, oh, I have to ponder that. It was, I think it was, you know, why, why are we struggling to create content and put information out there? And Mm -hmm. what is the, and I think that there's a block. Yes, yes, yes. And exactly it. Yes. You, and you said, I think you have a block. Yeah. And then you responded, Oh my gosh, I hope I didn't say something wrong. And the first thing is 
uh, that in no way, because the tone was such that I would never be upset, but it just was food for thought. And I'm like, oh, wait. And then it was like, are we really in alignment? What exactly are we doing? <laughs> yeah. And I think that this is a normal point that people hit in their businesses because we start throwing tactics at things. We th start throwing strategies at things. And our tactics were, we were sending out a newsletter, we are doing this podcast and we launched a coaching program. And what, exactly, what is the alignment? What is the purpose? What is it that we're trying to do? And I love that you started the conversation with what is serendipitous rebel? What does that even mean? I think we were both sort of laughing and saying, oh, it's the, it's the convergence of two brands. And honestly, what the F does that mean? Yeah. And, and so we kind of had to sit and define. And I, I said at one point that, and I think this is true when you're blending businesses and partnerships in general, right? Because I think we thought, oh, well, you are the rebel on the go and I'm serendipitous traveler. And we're going to just blend these two brands into serendipitous rebel. That sounds great. But the reality of it is that it is a brand new brand. Mm -hmm. It is a brand new business. We, we, we launched a brand new brand, a brand new business model this year. We launched, uh, we went from owning a membership program together to now owning a coaching program together. The way that we make money is differently. The way we do business is differently. Our strategies are different. And it kind of hit at such a breakneck pace when we did launch this, because we were coming out of another partnership and we were, kind of spinning our wheels, winding that down and winding this up that while we were going through the motions and asking the questions and we touched on it in season one, we, we went through our values and we went through our strengths assessment and we found alignment there. But again, what is the branding and what does that mean? And so it took, it took some definitions because I think that when you're doing partnerships, it's easier to make assumptions too, about what you think this is and then what I think this is, but you have to have those conversations and they're difficult conversations because it really came down to having to acknowledge letting go of our brands a little bit to create this new thing. Well, and for me, it was, the block really was as, you know, for social media, as a uh, thought leader, I had always wanted to be as authentic as I could. And I was just, it was just missing the mark for me in terms of like, when we did the values, when we did the strengths, it's our individual values, our mm -hmm. individual strengths. And how does that jive with the business? And it was hard. And all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, you know, I don't mind doing social media at all. <laughs> Sometimes mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. But for me, I have this hesitation when things aren't aligned. And I was just like, well, and I think it really was the purpose. That was mm -hmm. the big thing. I mean, when I think of my purpose, it's all about my personal purpose. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's like I want to belong. Now, that's not to say I don't want to belong in an entrepreneurial world. I don't want to belong. You know, I do want to belong. It's not that I don't want to belong as a business partner, you know, all of these things. But when it came down to it, most of my passions and interests are outside of my business. Wow. And that's a tough thing to 
admit and then reconcile. Yeah, because I think an entrepreneurial world really dictates sometimes this, you're going to do this because you're passionate about it. So when you talk to travel entrepreneurs, they're like, I love helping people travel. And the reality was for me anyway, as a travel advisor, I just love to travel. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. the passion was not there that I loved helping other people travel. And so I think we had to ask the question in that conversation, okay, what's the professional priority that gets us to show up here with mm -hmm. focus? Because we did talk a lot about what are our personal priorities and our personal mm -hmm. priorities were very much in alignment. Our families, our priorities, our health, our own joy, our own mm -hmm. well-being, all of those things are a priority. And we do believe we should prioritize the health, our own mental health above the health of the business always. Because if we can't be healthy in those areas, then the business is going to suffer. Why do we do this? Do we do this just because it's fun to hang out with each other? Which it is. Yes. Is it yes. fun? Do we do this just because we are dinking around and this is just a hobby and eh, no. none of us were comfortable with that. No. And it finally came down to a point of having to own, Oh, we do this because we want to make money. Right. Yes. Well, and I think there was one piece that was right in front of that, that talked about, we, we also do this because we don't want to be invisible, which actually walks itself into the whole money piece, but we don't want to be invisible. We want to leave a legacy of some sort. And especially the invisibility part is also, you know, there's a vulnerability in some of our dynamics as wives, as mothers, as women, that there's, there's a dynamic where, you know, we lose some of our flexibility. We lose some of our identity, but there's no question. The end result is in order to have the flexibility, in order to have the stability and really what we're looking for at our core, we need to make money. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting. And it was interesting because, and you reminded me of a conversation that I honestly only vaguely remember where you had asked me, not with Serendipitous Rebel, but I guess with the previous you know, is this just a hobby to you? It's not that I looked at working as a, as a hobby. I just was less focused on money because of my own money story mm -hmm. and my own money history, you know, money growing up, money as a single mom, a single working mom, you know, those sorts of things. So it was really interesting in our conversation just to sort of pick through some fairly raw topics, issues. Because money is so, oh, money. There's so much emotion wrapped up in money. Yes. Which if you think about it, <laughs> there, you know, well, it's kind of, do you know, it just dawned on me. It's kind of like food, you know, <laughs> you need food. You need food to, to live. You don't, shouldn't be living to eat or whatever. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we need money. So it would be healthier if there was less tied to it, though that is so easier said than done. So easier said than done. I agree. And it, the, and the thing about, again, in the online entrepreneur space, it it's interesting because you have to, and I saw a thing, a meme about a mom once, and I think it kind of true. I think that a lot of, and a lot of people want 
mothers to work like they're not mothers, but mother, like they don't have to work. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you think about money, you want to live like you have money, but you want to pretend like money doesn't matter. And it, it really, it, 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 you can't have it both ways. And I think that's the tension of both. And that I think is so interesting. And I think what really came up in our conversation of we in the online space, you are either considered a bro marketer if you want to make seven figures, mm-hmm. right? And you want this lifestyle and you want this business, or you're just a dabbler and a hobbyist and you don't take this that seriously if you don't want those things. And we're actually going to challenge that there's something in between there oh, yes. that is very real and very raw that is that says we as lifestyle entrepreneurs want to have a certain standard of living and want to be able to do certain things and have certain goals. They are driven by wanting to feel like we are accomplishing things, that we are making contributions to our family, to our world. We are leveraging our own strengths and gifts because we are two very bright, brilliant people that have value to add to this conversation, to the conversation. And we don't want to work 60 hour weeks and we don't, really necessarily want to run this empire of seven figures. We feel that, and we can acknowledge that we're in very fortunate places to be able to do and want those things. But it's, again, it's a both and situation, (laughs) not a either or. Well, exactly, exactly. And, you know, the thing is my, you know, my realization that money is important does not detract from my desire to be a thought leader. That mm-hmm. I, you know, that I am, I love digging into positive psychology and digging into, you know, leadership and, and, and all the other topics and subjects that really make for that successful entrepreneur needs in terms of their mindset and their goals and all of that, all of that. It's not to take away from this is, you know, I have a love of learning. And it was interesting. We went back and re-looked at our values and strengths and realized that some of them are as much our skills Mm -hmm. and, you know, that we are able, that we use and that we love to use as much as, what was I trying to say here? Just that that it, there, it, it is a blend. It very, very much is a blend that I think having being rooted in, in knowing what your purpose is mm-hmm. and then knowing best how to reach it. Oh, and one of the things that kept coming up is reverse engineering, mm-hmm. back, backward goal setting. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, what is it that you want to achieve? What, what is your, what is your purpose scream? And, you know, for me, one of the key purpose, one of the key things for me to actually achieve my purpose is I block off time every day, Monday through Friday, at least two hours where I'm exercising. And you're so cute. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's ridiculous. And you know, Fridays I don't work because it's more like five hours and and then I'm, and then I'm just tired. But I have, this is incredibly critically important to me. And, but in order to do this, I have to have flexibility with, with, well, with you, Crystal, and with our clients. And Mm -hmm. also, you know, you make money to pay for these things. Oh, let's just be honest. You make money to pay for these things. So 
it's like if you reverse engineer that I want the flexibility to be able to spend, you know, I don't know, a ridiculous amount of time exercising every morning, I need a job, I need, I need a job or something that allows me the flexibility to do that and the financial resources to do that. And I think you had mentioned that you're looking to take a Disney cruise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it takes money to do those things. Yes, it really does. And, and I think there's a point in my life where I would have felt very ashamed. Ooh, I went there. I went there. I said the word very ashamed to admit to something like this. This is the kind of thing that you only admit, you know, when you're, I don't know, had, had one too many beers or something. No, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. It does not take away the passions I feel for what I, you know, for what I do, the love for our clients, things of that nature. It doesn't take that away, anything away from that. I think it's just, hopefully, for me at least, it puts it in a healthier perspective. I agree. And I think you said something really interesting and I've got, so Wendy was amazing and she took up the end of our conversation. She made all these great notes and she took a transcript, <laughs> she did all this stuff. And so I've got like 11 pages of just goodness in front of me. <laughs> you said something really interesting in that conversation. And I said, you can get exactly what you want out of this. If you can clearly define it, it and if you can put the right systems in place. Oh, exactly. And and so I think it was a matter and what was so important about this purposeful pivot and about this conversation was, okay, clearly defining what is serendipitous rebel. So we clearly defined what that brand was, mm -hmm. it served, what goals did we have and what were milestones that we were going to achieve along yeah. the way. We, we clearly defined that. And then we tied the tactics that we were doing to those goals. So we said, these are how many clients we want to serve. These are, this is how much money we want to make. Mm -hmm. This is the exact type of clientele we want to bring into our world. And then how are we going to do that? Well, the podcast is clearly one avenue that we use in our business to not only share our thoughts and share our things, but it is a marketing strategy. And how are we going? Okay. So how many of these do we want to produce and mm -hmm. in what direction do we want to bring, take the podcast? So we are doing the interview series that we've you know, been working on for season two and being able to clearly define a purpose to all of these tactics gives you the creative flexibility to show up in all of these spaces and do them with a lot more passion and drive. And it's more fun because we're not sitting here wondering, what are we going to talk about? Mm. What are we going to think about? What are mm -hmm. we doing? Because we know where it is that we want to go now. We know mm -hmm. exactly what it is that we want to do. And, and we know the, and we, by knowing those goals and knowing that there are financial goals tied to that as well, this is not us necessarily just sitting here and shooting the shit for fun on a podcast, though that's a really great side effect of all of this. <laughs> I'm certainly glad that we get to do that. And yeah, we could box all day and we do, and it's a ton of fun, but okay. What are the strategies and tactics that are going to be tied to it to get to our end goal, which is to make money so that you can do the things that you want to do so that I could take that cruise. And though that was an interesting shift to me that I think we don't talk about enough was, okay, what is it that you want to be and what does it take to get there? 
Yes, exactly, exactly. And it's so interesting that life requires balance. And mm-hmm. when you and, and one of the, the things that I always take away from the, the what they call positive psychology 2.0 mm-hmm. is that life is not always roses and puppies, but life is about balance. And it there's some there's there's bad there's some bad, and you just hope that the good outweighs the bad. It, you know, I like to think at the end of the day, if my glass is half like slightly above half full, I'm just really happy it's been such a success and mm-hmm. it's also the balance that you're you know when you look at your purpose it can't be just driven by one thing so for people who are just driven by money it's not necessarily a health the healthy purpose Mm-mm. there needs to be that balance and also i know for me not taking money into the equation and trying to say oh money doesn't matter well there that that takes away a bit of the seriousness and the skin in the game you know and it's not you know it's not or the thought of oh i can just you know dump money into a business but at some point and we talk a lot about runways and mm-hmm. and you know setting goals and achieving the goals and hitting marks that um it's like oh well that applies to me too that really has to apply to me too. And it really is a very, it's actually freeing. It's really freeing. For me, I, when it comes to money, I I was always a put my head in the sand kind of person. I (laughs) was, I didn't like talking about money. Ask my husband. I don't like talking about money. Uh, Why are we talking (laughs) about this? Budgets? What? He actually threw a budget spreadsheet in front of me last week. And I said, (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, those of us married know how those conversations tend to go. <laughs> and it, it, my first reaction always for a long time was to put my head in the sand. And, and even with my business and especially my first business, my first travel business, it was easier just to not look at the numbers. If I just didn't look at them and I didn't pay attention, it, it didn't really exist. And the reality of it is when I did look at the numbers, one, knowing those things really helped make a lot of decisions for me. Mm-hmm. And two, I know that in this iteration, looking at the numbers actually really sparked a lot of creativity for both of us to say, okay, how can we do that? Because now it's not a matter of just being an ideation. There's mm-hmm. now putting some tactical and strategy behind it. We talked a couple of weeks ago about manifesting things and why, and that word has always just bugged the bejesus out of me because, you know, people would say, well, I'm just going to manifest money. I'm going to manifest money. Well, I can sit here and I can think all the live long day about manifesting, manifesting, manifesting. (laughs) If I don't do a damn thing besides think about it, it's not going to do any good. And to that point, you know, you and I said all the time, we can talk about our great ideas and great thoughts all the live long day, but if we don't do anything with them, if we don't record the podcast and put them out into the world. If we don't create the content. It on its own. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to draw. I, no. I was saying is it, it's not going to happen on its own. No, it's not. No. And it's one, and, and, you know, it's one thing to have an open mind and, and really not be closed in and say, Oh, I'm never going to make money. You don't want to do that. No, but you want to say, as you're doing the daily tasks that you need to do, oh, this is going to have a great outcome. This is going to have a great outcome. But yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I think that's, that's one of the, the things I think that's always been 
great about you is that you're very realistic that this whole manifestation without implementation is bullshit. It is. I call bullshit. It is. Well, so today I got the Monday morning question from James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits. And I love him. I know. And it says, if you keep doing what you're about to do today for the next five years, will you end up with more of what you want or less of what you want? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, okay. I'm going to go for a walk. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is a slap in the face, but it is true. It's not the big things that we do that make our businesses businesses successful. It is Mm -hmm. the small things that we implement consistently over time. Mm -hmm. And I will say I do think in Serendipitous Rebel, you and I do a very good job of doing those small incremental things and being very leery of giant big pushes just for the sake of big pushes. But I do think we've maintained some consistency amongst things of, you know, putting out our newsletters, of working through our programs, of launching on deadlines, of things like that. That is what we have to do to keep incrementally keeping the drum beat going when we think about, okay, how do we model that for our clients? And, and I think the, one of the drum beats of entrepreneurship is do as I say, not as I do sometimes, because we're great at putting (laughs) services in place for our clients and not really implementing the same things in place for our business. Like Mm -hmm. really great at setting up workflows for the clients, but then I have to like really put a boot at my own butt to like get the same good workflows set up in place for Mm -hmm. us. We tell our coaching clients, you know, yeah, you need to have milestones. You need to have this, you need to celebrate. And then we realize. Oh, but we're not creating, we're not creating milestones and we're not celebrating our milestones. Oh man, now what do we do with that? And and so we wrote those things down in that conversation of, okay, not only what are the milestones that are, that say that we're going to achieve that goal. So we did the backwards goal planning. Mm -hmm. How are we celebrating those things? Right. Exactly. And really wrote down when we achieve this we are going to go do this. When we achieve this, you know, I think that the small milestone was we're going to go get our nails done and have a pamper day. And when we achieve the mid thing, you and I are going to hop on a plane and meet somewhere Mm -hmm. and literally toast each other and Mm -hmm. then hop on a plane back home. (laughs) And how are we actually going to put action to the thought? Because our thoughts are great all the live long day, but if there's no action tied to it, it it just doesn't do any bit of good. And so it really did come down to, again, how, what is the purpose of the business that keeps us focused here? Give us the grit and the resilience to keep mm-hmm. showing up here every single day. Mm-hmm. And how does it fulfill our purpose, our personal priorities? And how do we make sure those don't come into conflict? And that's, that's a tougher question. Oh, very much so. All right, guys, we are going to put a pause in right there and we will be back next week for part two and digging into those hard questions next week on the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. Only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about our upcoming masterminding opportunities 
on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. Hey, see you next week. Bye. Bye.